is Cab Manning and Billy Body with you again. Another year. This time, it's Lock Betting Podcast, Billy. We are back, and we're going to be giving you gambling tips galore. We always give you point picks versus the spread. And we're doing a little something, the same kind of a thing, but a little bit different this year. Because this is going to be first our NFL preview with the overs and the unders and the betting odds on who's going to win the divisions. This show is going to be your NFC rundown. The other show that is going to be out pretty much same time, they're going to be all back to back. That is going to be your AFC rundown with all your odds. We'll give you our... Winners, who do you think is going to the Super Bowl eventually? We're going to get through all of that, but this is our new uh, area. Like I said, it's from Lock Betting, Billy Boy. Yep. I've been uh, posting some stuff on here. This is where you can get... Um, so, I did a show on the Sports Gambling Podcast. It was the... Ju- I, I'm allowed to do the English Premier League and one European League, and it was voted to be the German League. And then the German league was voted out by the Italian league, but it was really close. And a lot of those people were disappointed that they lost their German soccer. So every week, Das Bundesliga show, the German the German league is here on this show. We've been doing on this feed, sorry. We've been doing it for four weeks. So you'll be getting that along with the NFL. And we've also moved our pay-per-view, WWE and AEW pay-per-view previews here. And if you missed the AEW one, you would have missed a ton of money. So you can just go back and listen to that. And if you're a wrestling fan, you'll see how much. Yeah, look money at the date and the out. time on it. So this was before it happened. I don't want to hear this mm-hmm. nonsense with people. I mean, listen, we're talking to people who bet. So it's a different audience. I don't need to say that kind of stuff. Uh, these are proper human beings that listen to this kind of thing. So, yeah, and this is all like if anybody looks because this is a simulcast on multiple different podcast hosts right now. So if you're not listening to this on Lock Betting, Wherever you look for podcasts, type in Lock Betting Podcast. It will come up. You'll see like Floyd Mayweather holding money to his ear like it's a phone. That's where you want to go. Subscribe, and you're going to get shows from each week. Um, but there's going to be a little something different to it, right, Billy? It's our uh, six-pack. Yeah, so this year, because we've been doing so well with our locks, um, you will get our six-pack. Now, if you're over at lockbetting.com, if you're one of my lockbetting.com clients, then this doesn't apply to you. You'll continue to get all of our picks on that top package. But for those of you that don't want to pay $125 a month because you say, I don't bet tennis, I don't bet soccer, I don't bet any of these other sports, I'm just a football guy, and I just want to bet on the football season, well, you can get our football picks every single month. It's just $60 for the pack so it's just one package on there it's $60 a month and you will end up getting three picks from me three picks from Cav that's a six pack that should be 24 picks altogether. some some months that's going to be 30 just because of the way months work so you could end up getting up to 30 picks you'll get a minimum of 24 so that is under $1.50 a pick if my maths is right and uh, you'll be paying $30 a pick over on somewhere like Doc Sports. So someone like Doc Sports have a worse record than both of us. They charge $30 a pick. For a pick, $30. Yeah, Lich, that that, that website, you know, with that robot. Yeah, the robot guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, All right, so we're going to go through the divisions now. Um, If you heard on this 
channel on the Lock Betting channel, uh, myself with the rest of the Lingus Mafia, we did our three-hour NFL spectacular, but that wasn't with betting odds. That's a completely different show. And we gave you a lot of insights on everybody's schedule. By the way, yes, my math, my math was appalling there. If it's if you if it's if it's a month where you get twenty four picks, it's just going to be two dollars fifty per pick. If it's a, if it's if it's a month where there's um, actually thirty picks, it's two dollars a pick. So it's it's not one dollar fifty. Sorry, but it is under two dollars fifty. Um, but it's still nowhere near thirty dollars per pick. Which they're which they're heading over at Dog Sports, and and the crazy thing is over there, they charge thirty dollars to purchase a pick, and they say we uh, we'll keep sending you picks to guarantee a profit. What they do is if they so you, you pay thirty dollars for a pick, if it loses, they give you another thirty dollar pick, right? Mm-hmm. So only break even. If they lose two in a row, and then you win on the third one, they mm. consider profit, even though you're one. <laughs> Like it's the worst and most cr- and all of these guys are corrupt. The I, I swear, like I'm one of the only people you can trust because I publicly post my record on my Twitter account every single month, and and it's and all of those spreadsheets remain on the lockbetting.com site. All these other guys. All records are invisible. You don't see them. See, so, that's what drives me crazy, too, is when people try to go, oh, it's impossible that you have this many in a row. And it's like you have to explain to them this is all transparent for one. So you can see that this was all on the up and up from before. However, I think a lot of people think it is, well, if I pick and choose what I'm taking from you, I'm automatically going to win for the month. It is... If you bet every single thing that Billy has told you to bet, you will always be ahead. And he has a hundred and what eleven? Yeah, hundred and eleven. And um, the pick and choose part—that's that's absolutely pointless. If you're that's coming called on gambling. board, gambling. Yeah, and I'm always going to lose customers here from saying this. But if you pick and choose, that 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 completely invalidates everything that I'm saying. If you pick and choose, you may as well go to YouTube and pick and choose. You may as well go to Google because it's not difficult to get information to assist you with what you're doing. There's so many people there writing about betting now. It's becoming legalized all across the US. It's becoming much more easier to do. So there's everybody out there with an opinion on YouTube and, and some guys are good. But you got to find the guys that are yeah. good. And are those guys going to be good consistently every week? Because you can be like, oh, I found a good guy. Oh, my God, this guy turned to shit this season or this week or this month or whatever. So, yeah, it's consistency that you're looking for. I have that consistency for 111 months without a single losing month. If, if I have nine more months of profit, that will be a fucking decade without <laughs> losing a month in betting. And all the spreadsheets are there. Like, you can't be more consistent than that. So as I said, you can go find your guys. Some guys are good. Some guys are free. Some guys are just sitting on YouTube and they're, and they're doing okay. But you know, don't don't pay for my service and then pick and choose because you have the option every single day to to pick and choose and to listen to the opinions of everybody. You have guys on YouTube. You have writers. You even have the guys on TV. Like they give you the picks before the games. The four guys sitting there before every game on Thursday night football or Sunday night football or Monday night football, they sit there and go, oh, well, I think this or I think that. Well, you can just tell them. That's the same thing as picking and choosing. Um, you shouldn't do that. If you're going to pay to have someone's advice, don't then try to override the advice. So let's get into the first division we want to talk about. That is the NFC East. Remember like mm-hmm. two years ago, it was... <laughs> you get seven wins and you win this whole division, and it changed. Right. It changed last year. What are your odds on um, 
everybody to win this division. Yeah, I, I immediately this caught my eye when I was as I was doing my my research. I, I knew the Eagles had got better, but I didn't know that they were joint favorites with the Cowboys here. It's the eleven to eight on the Eagles. It's eleven to eight on the Cowboys. It's eleven to two on the Washington Redskins. I'm not going to say the other name. And <laughs> it's, uh, it's eight to one on the on the Giants. You know, it's it's interesting because uh, I look Can at we the, call them Redskins all year, every show. Just what, are you kidding? You're asking me like I'm going to say no? Are you kidding me? Uh, hell, I, I still say San Diego and Oakland. San Diego, yeah. the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> yes, those are the for sure's. Yeah, and it's uh, the Cleveland Indians too. I don't give a shit. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at this and I think you're going to be very surprised by a, some of my picks actually this year. Um I went out there with a few things when it comes to going to playoffs and this and that. Um, Last year, we were all very high on Washington, but rightfully so, because if you just look at, oh, we said Washington would win this division, Fitzpatrick was the quarterback for, what, two minutes? And he got hurt. So it was like, well, they had a capable quarterback, and once that kind of thing is out the window, you go, well, you kind of can throw your, you know, your bet out the window if it's uh, like if Rodgers breaks his leg, it's over. It's done. It's one of those things, right? So going to the over unders, uh, here is Dallas is listed at ten and a half. Philly is right behind them with nine and a half, and then you have Washington and the Giants both tied with seven and a half. Um, for me, I think Dallas is. Dallas has the more proven quarterback in this division. Some people might say, well, Hurts is there. Hurts has to show me something for more than one year. He had his little flashes, I guess, this last year, but he still only had nine wins. Uh, I mean, they snuck in, right? But at the same time, we thought good on Washington because they had uh, Fitzpatrick, who was hurt like game one and was done. So they didn't do anything. And then Daniel Jones, forget about it. So... For me, it's always going to be like best quarterback in the division unless I see like the whole team around the guy is really good and the quarterback's okay. So what are you thinking now for over-unders when we got Dallas at 10.5, Philly at 9.5, Washington and Giants at 7.5? Where are you going with this? It's really difficult because... You can see both those teams going over. I, I certainly think the Eagles go over nine. I actually agree with you that I still think Dallas are the better and more reliable team. However, a lot of this comes down to, to scheduling. Now, we all know like all the East have to play each other, and you would expect these two teams with the way that Philadelphia have, extre- have strengthened to get four wins there. They should beat Washington twice. They should beat New York twice. Um, but the off-season and the schedule is what I'm looking at here. The off-season has seen them get A.J. Brown, um, Hassan Reddick, uh, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox is there. Like You could go on and on and just talk about it. It's, it's that and the easy schedule that they've got. Um, when you talk about Hurts, he's going to have targets like Devontae Smith and Brown. Like This, this is an elite. Um, offensive line and they've got a good running game as well and Jalen Hurts can run the ball as well so th- there's so much that they that they can do and 
there's so many weapons there. Maybe it might not all come together, but then you add to it the schedule and it's weak as week one, Detroit. Then you go to, sorry, you're at Detroit. Then you're at home to Minnesota, which is obviously easier than going to Minnesota. Then you're at Washington, Jacksonville, at Arizona, who um, at that point um, haven't got, oh God, who was it? Hopkins. Hopkins. Oh, sorry, Hopkins isn't. Um, then you do you play your first real difficult game on week six is against Dallas, but you're at home for that. Then you get the bye at the nice time of week seven. You come back and play this this Pittsburgh team who no one knows what they're going to be like. Um, we'll talk about more of them on the AFC side of things. Then you're at Houston, Washington, at Indianapolis. Uh, you're home to Green Bay. Tennessee, that could be difficult, but you're again, you're at home. They seem to get all these difficult teams at home. Green Bay at home, Tennessee at home. Then you're at New York, at Chicago, at Dallas. That could be a loss. Then you're at home to New Orleans and the Giants. Is this the easiest schedule you've ever seen? Or the, or the easiest schedule this year? Like, it does sound pretty me, easy, yeah. Where like, you can see them losing five, six games there and, and not winning this division. Or at very least, like not meaning that over nine is one of the best locks that we're going to come hmm. across like this early on. See, that's funny because I think they'll win nine again. And for me, like I said, it's... It really? You found, even, you found eight... Tell me the eight losses you found there. Well, what I have... My, my biggest issue, like I said, is Hurts. Like, they could be a good team, but if he costs them, that's my that's my biggest issue, is just him. Like, well, if he can't get the ball to the guys... Well then, what the fuck? That's it's he's a very much a show me guy. If he goes crazy, like as much as I don't know shit about Fields, right? He's he's played one year and done. If someone said to me, "I'll trade you Hurts for Fields," I would not do it. I think there's more of an upside with Fields and not knowing than already of what I've seen from Hurts. That's my biggest issue. No, I, I just I, I don't I don't agree with you. I, I think Hertz is good, okay. and I feel that like, with those with those weapons, he has more people to throw throw to. So we'll probably see like less rushing from him. But at the same time, we know this guy can rush for you know forty fifty yards mm-hmm. a game, really. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I just feel they're they're very well set up. I, I was surprised um, at the total and then to see them level with Dallas because. A couple of months ago, when you first start, you know, when you first start thinking about the NFL, yeah. uh, you start to have an idea as to who you're going to bet or, or whatever. But as you keep looking at it, um, I, I see Eagles coming in a lot. And when you dig deeper, it makes a lot of sense because, as I said, I reiterate, Dallas are good. Dallas are probably better. When when Dallas play the Eagles on this schedule, they could actually beat them twice. Um, but at the end of the day, like the rest of the schedule is weak and the longer these people have to play together, the stronger they're going to get. And it's a lot easier when you start, um, with the schedule that they, with the schedule that they have that we just ran through than it is when you start with a difficult schedule where, you know, you'd be looking at it and going, oh shit, they'll be lucky to go one and four from these first five games. I don't get that. I think they would be disappointed if they didn't go four and one from this one because they, they, they start with um, as, as, as I was going through Detroit. it, they start with three road, three road trips in their first five weeks, but they're going to Arizona, Detroit and Washington. Like they should win all of those games. Maybe they lose, maybe they lose to Arizona, but then who do they lose to at home? 
Did they lose at home to Minnesota? Did they lose at home to Jacksonville? Like the very, very worst. At the very worst, after five games, they'll be they'll be three and two. Do you or know? They'll in, or they'll go into their bye week three and three. Um, that would be majorly disappointing if they've lost to Dallas, Arizona, and, and and Minnesota, and just beat the easy teams are expected to have under six wins. That would be a poor start. Three and three would be a poor start for the Eagles, and I think that says it all about their schedule. Do you know? According to Vegas, as of today, the most bet on team right now, the new trend is Philly. Everyone is jumping on the Philly bet, so to, to I don't do, know if that's good or bad. To uh, win, the, to win more, to win an over nine. Yeah, like it's like everybody is jumping on that. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So um, you, someone, usually it's a, usually it's a bad thing, but like when you look at it, you're really finding it hard to see how they lose eight games. It would be a disaster if they lost eight games. So I mean, that the worst that selection is going to be a push. This is a team. Another bet I like is for them to get into the playoffs, um, which is available at minus one forty. Um, they they have to they they have to get to the playoffs here. I don't I don't see how. I mean, if you're looking across the board at the NFC, you would think that their main rivals, the people that would be close with them, would be the likes of um, New Orleans and, and Arizona, and, and I think they're better than them. So when we go through some of these, right, with the 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 top more tier teams that we do your over unders. The lower ones, I think we're just going to flat out give you an ex, uh, uh, under or over because it'd be like, what do I really need to talk to you about uh, Atlanta? Things like that, right? So going into uh, Dallas, that is that over-under of 10.5. Do you think they're going over it? They had 12 last year. I was, I'm going over. I think at least 11. They've lost like Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. haven't they? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure who else they've lost. Um, yeah, I, looking at the schedule, yeah, I, I think they'll go. I think they'll go over. I think this division will have. Oh, there's just ten. No, I think I I lean the under here for them. Really, I lean, okay. I, I lean I lean the under. Um, I think the I think the East is has improved, but these are going to be the two like standout teams who I expect to, who I expect to to be up there at the top. But I, I just I just feel that they'll go. Under, it's under eleven, right? So the ten wins would be they got to get 10, yeah. Would, ten would be under, yeah. It's ten and a half. Yeah, I'll go under. So here here's another uh, thing. So looking at like we were saying, you're like oh I think you know Philly you're hardcore with the over for it and a very good explanation of why uh the giants i think should be a hardcore under they're they won four games last year uh daniel jones is horrible they're they're over under a seven and a half yeah that doesn't make a lot of sense to to move up that much that is crazy what did they get to do that i mean (laughs) nothing Well, they so I'm reading up on it. They went four and seven with with Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. right? Um, so he only actually played eleven of those games, and Glennon um, and Jake Fromm played as well. They went zero and six. Mm. So you know that 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 sort of that sort of plays into it a little bit. That sort of makes it make a lot more sense. I'm not saying that it's justifiable. 
Uh, I'm only seeing the over-under for them at bang on seven, not not seven and a half. Oh, see, I was looking. This is from yesterday when I got this stuff, and this was a Vegas site. Um, officially, officially, the New York Giants have the easiest schedule in the NFL. <laughs> and I don't know if it matters, you know? It's like, it's still, they're still bad. Um, I see what's another interesting one is that Washington won seven last year and they're over under seven and a half and they got Carson Wentz. So they upgraded to a quote unquote MVP, uh, caliber until, you know, he broke his legs, uh, Wentz and they've accounted half a game for that. Yeah, it's interesting. So they have the easiest schedule. But if you actually dig deeper into that, they're they're favoured in the. So what they do, they put out these projections for um, all of the games or early on, like all seventeen weeks, have projected lines already, which is insane. You'd never do that in soccer. Mm. But um, they're favoured in four of those seventeen games. Hmm. Jeez. So, <laughs> so they they're the favourite, yeah, in four games. Wow. Okay. Um I'm I would take a, the over for Washington. I would I would think Carson Wentz as as shitty as he's had a time, he he's got to be one game better than they were last year. Now you got Young back on defense. They they got a strong defense. So can he maintain to get one extra win? I don't know. Like this team haven't won 8 games ever or uh, they 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 won it in 2016 was when they won eight um so their record in that span since 2016 is 28 and 50 mm-hmm. so you you want me to bet on them to to go over when their record's 28 and 50 they've got Carson Wentz here um he's massively inaccurate um, now he's back in a division where he's playing against the the Philadelphia Eagles as well yeah um I don't know. Like, if he if he was good, he wouldn't have been released. He wouldn't have been, uh, yeah, shipped off of uh, Indy. So it's like I almost feel like they overspent here on, on Wentz, uh, and and if he doesn't, if he doesn't, um, they, they they overspent on Wentz, and they they didn't address other problems. Like, I don't think their secondary is good, uh, and um, I don't think they're good at linebacker. Um, they got the sixth easiest schedule, which is a lot harder than what the Giants have as well, uh, and and the and the Eagles in this division. I didn't actually see where the where the Eagles schedule ranked because I'm not on that uh, page now on my notes. But yeah, I I don't think that they'll get the um, I don't think they'll get eight wins here. Okay, I just I, I just don't, I just don't see there being any reason. Like if comparison, they're all over the place. Like last year they were supposed to do well because they had a they had a really good defense, mm-hmm. and then the defense was poor now they come in like with a with a different quarterback and i don't know this team i think are forever doomed to just be where they are which is which is just just going to be the the third team in this division like the giants will be shit and then the, the giants will have a period where they get good again but then someone else will drop down to being the worst team in this division like the eagles will go for a patch where they're just horrible but but it's never going to be about washington I, I i don't think um I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't know what's wrong with this franchise. This is the capital city franchise, but I just don't. The I just don't take. That's I problem. just don't take seriously. Yeah. Um, do you want to give your division winner here, or after we're done with all the uh, divisions? 
No, we'll give the division winner now. We'll move on from okay. the, the division. Um, just on ease of just on the ease of schedule, uh, I do lean on the Eagles. At first, as I said, it didn't make sense to me entirely. But as I, I dug deeper and looked through the schedule and worked it out, and I ended up coming to a very like conservative eleven wins for them, okay. uh, which which is one more than than Dallas. Um, yeah, that, that's that's how I get there. Okay, I'm picking Dallas uh, to do well this year. So, like I said, I picked them to be over the ten and a half. So, and they were twelve last year. So, I will pick Dallas to win that division. But the best bet overall out of the whole, I think, is the Eagles total. The Eagles over under. Yeah, you're big Just on to, you're big on that one. I'm I'm big on the under for the Giants. <laughs> I go the opposite of the way. Right. Uh, okay, let's go to the South in the NFC. What are the odds for everybody in the South? All right. So in the NFC South, we have the Bucks as the favorites at one to two. Then it's pretty wide after that. Uh, Saints three to one, Panthers ten to one, and Falcons twenty five to one. I made a bet with a guy who listens to my show, or just a straight up bet. Um, he's a, he's in New Orleans. He lives over there, and it, it's New Orleans versus Tampa. Uh, not the game, but who takes the division? I go. I'll take that bet. <laughs> no problem. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. He's got three. He straight up bet me. He says Saints will win the division. I said, I have no problem to bet you. Uh, So here's what happened last year. It was uh, Tampa Bay got 13 wins. New Orleans had nine. Carolina had five. Atlanta had seven. Uh, Going down these totals now, Tampa Bay over under is 11.5. New Orleans is 8.5. Carolina is 6.5. Atlanta is 4.5. Um, what are you thinking for uh, Tampa Bay? Are they over or under 11 and a half? I think they're winning the division. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure how many how many wins they'll get. Um, it's, it's a tough one. It's not one I would necessarily bet, but I would lean mm-hmm. narrowly on the under just because this is the this is the highest win total in the whole of the NFC. Um, but they, they, I mean, they, they should clear it easily. If Tom, if Tom, they should, they should clear it, not easily, but they should, they should come close to clearing it if Brady's healthy, which is why I'm not that interested in betting it either way. But like, we're kind of forced to pick yeah. here. Um, I don't think it will come within their division. It will come in the games like outside of their division. Sure. Um, they have other injuries as well, like Chris Goodwin. God, Chris Godwin will miss the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, first few weeks, anyway, uh, will miss the first few weeks of the season because he's got a torn ACL. Yeah. Uh, Gronk retired. Uh, Mike Mike Evans has a hamstring injury. But and Gronk's coming play. back week ten. Is he? Yes, that's it's practically been like written down. Uh, it's been reported. And like I think Gronk's person said, if and here's the thing though, it's if Tampa is doing well by week ten, he will jump in. So he will wait to sign until then, and he'll jump in like at that point. But that's got to be like I mean, hey, Tom gets hurt, something like that, and the team is trash. He's not going there. Maybe he would go to another team though, because if that's off the table and he's willing to play, then why not be like? 
All right, well, I'll jump on a good team. You're looking at this team to just do what they do and be the same team and, and, and you know, go 12 and 5 mm-hmm. here to cash this bet. But in, in that, you're saying, okay, right, so the same team as last year wins the um, wins the division and they get 12 wins and they're a, a high-seeded team in the NFC, you know, like either challenging for one or sure. two, you know. But, you know, then, then you have to turn around and say, like, okay, so losing um, Gronkowski and Goodwin from your passing game and replacing them with, like, Russell Gage is 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 good enough to to still be exactly the same is that what you think will be the case like you think him coming in just says like okay you take these two guys out you put this guy in and it's all the same the only and, reason and, and your guy's 45 now too yeah and you know i'm not crazy on tampa this year at all it, it's really weird it's almost like the only thing you've heard from them is weird shit like that uh giselle has run away and tom was missing for fucking week there's weird shit um, but at the same time, if anybody is doing something where there's just different receivers that come in, Tom did this for how long in, in, uh, New England, they had like one receiver or they had the little guys too, but like there was never any like superstar other than Moss. So I'm like, well, it's not like he's like, oh my God, I don't have my, you know, my monster or something. Cause it just seemed to do this with everybody. Um, that's the only thing where I'm like, I think they could get to 12. I don't think they still get to 13, but 11 and a half, I think you can get to 12. If they're, and especially if they're beating up their own division. Because Carolina and Atlanta are going to be real easy. I don't know if he could beat New Orleans because he can never beat New Orleans, which is fucking bizarre unless it's the playoffs. I mean, that's that's weird. Like, I mean, you could make a case for them possibly starting 0-2 and then even even then, like, okay, so they're guaranteed to beat Green Bay. Like, they play us at home. Uh, they schedule, they start with two road games in Dallas and New Orleans, <clears throat> which is rough. Then, you got, then you're at home to Green Bay. Then you're at home to Kansas City. Then the guaranteed wins coming here. Like you have, um, it could be 0-4 uh, to start. It could be, but they won't be. Um, I, I, I mean, New coach, they'd be too. Best they'd be three and one. Uh, they could be two and two there. Then obviously it gets lighter. You play Atalanta away, Pittsburgh. Um, sorry, Atalanta at home, Pittsburgh away, Carolina away, um, Baltimore at home, um, the Rams uh, at home as well. Which, but you don't. As I said, you don't really want to be playing him. Then you got to go to Germany to play against Seattle, um, and then you get a bye. And then you go to Cleveland, I think could be better this year. Um, then you're at home to New Orleans. Then you got to go to San Francisco. Um, then you play at home to Cincinnati, away to Arizona, at home to Carolina, and at Atlanta. So this evidently mm. gets a lot easier after you navigate the first four games. So they can actually go two and two in those first four games and still probably get to the 12th. If they don't go two and two in his first few games, then then it becomes a lot more difficult. Plus, you got throwing like the possibility of these, like you know, stupid upsets like on Thursday night yeah. football. If someone like Baltimore can come to Tampa and win, because um, they're not they're not going to necessarily beat Green Bay and Kansas mm-hmm. and Baltimore and the Rams just in those four games, just because they're at home. Yeah, like you know. It, someone's going to bite them in the ass. Like you can't give them four home wins because they're at home. Same way, like I think they could lose week one, like playing yep. starting in 
playing in Dallas. So yeah, I'm just going to go under there because um, there's there's just too many too many. Uh, the, the, the schedule is just too just too too difficult. Like the possibility. There's not a real possibility, but there is a possibility that if they're not right, they could start 0-4. So going to New Orleans, which I find interesting because, you know, uh, uh, Goodwin or Godwin, <laughs> we always with this Goodwin, Godwin. Um, now he's out because he tore his knee, right? Mm. Old Seamus Winston, which I like to call him, he tore his at the end of the year, and he's starting this game? How's this possible? How's he normal? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm like, well, maybe it's because he doesn't need to run as much as like a receiver does, you know? And it's like, well, you don't need that same standard of cutting around. But what's the what's the length of the suspension that Alvin Kamara has to start oh, the season? I don't know. I do not know that. I could look it up, though. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Because that is a a big one. It's a big one because um, he missed four games last season and they lost every single one of them. Yeah, that's brutal. Let's see. How long is he out? Uh, the standard is six games, they say. Well... I'm. I'm well, just gonna leave. You know what? It and here it is. August fifteenth. Oh no, that's August twenty seventh. So that's the latest. It's like they don't have. They don't have anything. Um. You know what? Suspension not likely until next year. <laughs> so he's starting. Because there's no yeah. charges yet. Well, I mean that, that that's a positive for them and their and their and their win total and whatnot. Um, but I mean, I'd still potentially lean under. Look, this is the Sean Sean Payton's not going to be there, so yeah. this I feel could be like a transitional season where they you know they're trying to get used to some new things. I don't think the expectation for them here is to is to get to the playoffs. But then your New Orleans Saints, you're always really supposed to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think their their defense will be solid, and um, I think they'll be the same as last year. Nine wins. I have them at an over over eight and a half. Yeah, the schedule's not that inviting, though, is it? The, the Saints have like no AFC, no easy games because they play the AFC North, don't they? This division. Mm-hmm. They got to go to Bolt. They got to play Baltimore, Cincinnati, uh, and then they're at Cleveland. Um, is Deshaun Watson? Playing in that game. Um, what be, week is it? Week fifteen. Oh, by then, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I believe it's like the eleventh game. He's back. Uh, it's it's when they're fight facing uh, Houston is his first game right. back. And so and they, and then they also got on the schedule Rams, 49ers, Vikings, Eagles, Cardinals, and Raiders. So yeah, that's rough. I don't know. I I, I think it's I think it's um <coughs> I, I think I, I got on the under. It's not a strong like. But I, but I would. All right. So quickly with the other the bottom feeders here, uh, Carolina, who got a Baker Mayfield, uh, that has only given them a game and a half better than what they did last year with Darnold. Uh, they got five last year. This is for six and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I said over. I think they should get the seven or eight. With um, I don't think Baker. I don't think it was as much Baker's fault than uh, a bad shoulder was. 
Because what, what do you have on the win total for the Falcons? Is it just five? It's four and a half. I got it bang on five. I I still would say under. I said under four and a half. Oh yeah, like yeah. The, uh, under five was my favorite bet. I'm not scared to like move it to four and a half. They got Marcus Mariota in, yeah. but I don't think going to make a difference when your like protection is really poor. The whole team uh, is horrible. It's yeah, it's and, and this is what I can't stand. Like NFL ranked the teams today. You know who they had dead last? Who is the worst team in the NFL this year supposed to be? The Bears. And I go, listen, I'm a Bears fan, of course. I am logical, and I have a brain. There is no chance. I would bet as much money as I possibly could get my hands on to take that bet. There is no way Atlanta is better than them. Um, There is no way. Let's see who else is here. The Giants. There's no way. Uh, I don't think the Jets are better. I don't think Houston's better. Jacksonville might be the same. And Seattle's not as good. I'm like, please. That's insane. Possibly bottom five, like the fifth. Definitely uh, bottom ten, but not, not bottom three. I don't have this team winning a game until they play at home to Carolina on week eight. Wow. Yeah, they, they probably this, split this. each other, right? You're playing home. Yeah, I mean, look at the the start. The start here is um, at home to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the Rams, to Seattle, at home to Cleveland, at Tampa, at home to San Francisco, at Cincinnati, at home to Carolina. I think they'll win. Uh, then they're at home to the Chargers. Then they go to Carolina. Then they're at home to the Bears. They, they might win that. Uh, then they're at home to... Uh, sorry, then they are... At Washington, at home to Pittsburgh, they get their bye on week fourteen. They, they they could beat Pittsburgh. Then they go to New Orleans. Then they go to Baltimore. Uh, then they're at home to Arizona. That will depend on what Arizona have left to play for. And then you finish up with Tampa. If they get all the wins there that I've generously given them, uh, bearing in mind I think Arizona won't be in a playoffs. So I've given them Arizona. I've given them uh, Chicago. Um, I'd have given him Carolina. Did I give them one more? Pittsburgh. Um, that's four. Oh, I don't and think that's, they're beating that, Pittsburgh or Chicago. You don't? No, no. I, I, I'm. I think Pittsburgh is going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. what I'm saying. Is, is like that I've been generous. Yeah. With those four, like you already don't agree with them, but I'm saying at their their best chances come from those games. Yeah, it's so, the best chance, and it's four. <laughs> so, so, so how do you get them to five? You don't get no. them to five. Nobody, nobody gets them to five apart from their family members of the team. <laughs> My dad is going to win. Um, what do you think uh, quickly on Carolina being at six and a half? Are you over or under on that? Do you think Baker uh, can take them to seven? No, like, I'm, I'm under. I'm, I'm under on this on this division. Mm. Like you want to be on this division this division helps boost the like the numbers of the everyone else <laughs> the other the yeah. nfc uh the afc north <laughs> yeah yeah the afc north yeah that was it. okay um let's go uh, oh our division winner obviously is going to be tampa bay mm-hmm. okay yeah. going to the nfc north this is ours billy boy um what are the odds okay um the odds are eight to 13 on green bay mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven to four on the Vikings, nine to one on Detroit, and twelve to one on the Bears. Okay. Um, 
So we had Green Bay with 13 wins last year. Their over-under is 10.5. Minnesota's was 8. Now they're at 9.5. Chicago's was 6. They're at 6.5. Detroit was at 3. They're at 6.5. What do you think for 10.5 for Green Bay? Because I, you know, listen, you know me, but you know I'm tough but fair, right? I give credit where credit's due. I, I I don't like Green Bay, but I know Rodgers is one of the greatest ever. I, I give credit. I'm down on them where it is going to be a running game and it is going to be trying to do defense uh, because I think they're in big, big fucking trouble when it comes to receivers. So this is going to be... Can, can Rodgers do one of those things where it doesn't matter who's playing? Uh, does he just hit them in the hands? However, do these rookie receivers and the guys they get, because he was very down on them in the preseason. He was talking a lot of shit, which was like, why would you why would you say bad stuff to you about your guys? You know, keep that shit down. Um, but do they know what routes to run? He'll throw to the spot they're supposed to be. Will they be there? One of those things. So, And you know how he gets that frustration thing where he's like, I... I've got to play with guys who know what the fuck they're doing, that kind of thing. So for that, I'm thinking they would win 10 instead of being with the 13 that they were. I don't know. Like I looked through the, the schedule. It looks like they're facing a much tougher set of pass defenses this year. And they've just lost one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, uh, but like they've had a lot of success when Dante Adams has been Devonte Adams has been unavailable. Yeah, so I don't think it's going to matter that much by the time the the season starts. So don't forget, like the Packers died week one last year by Aaron yeah. Rodgers de- deliberately getting them destroyed by New Orleans because he was protesting, <laughs> and they still managed to they still managed to get the get the get. He just can't play in Florida, apparently. That's his, like, yeah. he can't win in Florida. It's bizarre. I mean, they have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Matt LaFleur, I think, has established himself as one of the top 10 coaches. And now, like, the key thing they've done is they built one of the best defenses in the league, um, which they've never had before. So I don't think they're yeah. going to have any issue winning the division. The whole question marks remain about whether they replace Dante Adams. Um, they've also lost... Um, Valdez Scantling, haven't they? Yes. Yeah, he went to uh, Kansas City. But but the defense is all first round. It's like uh, Rashawn Gary, who's like one of the one of the favorites to be defensive player of the year. Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, uh, the Von the, the Campbell, uh, Jay Alexander, uh, Adrian Amos. They they all they're all first round picks in the defense. So we're actually not going to be having fucking. 20 points put up on us and us and us needing like Aaron Rodgers to, to do everything. Like it's going to be when we're going to, we might actually catch them like unders this year on in terms of betting titles on a separate point. But like since LaFleur took over the Packers, he's 18 in six in close games. Um, so they've got Aaron Rodgers there. Like LaFleur knows how to close it out. Rodgers knows how to win close games. The defense is better. Um, 
there'll be more opportunity. It's not, it's not as essential now. Like when we get on the field, it's like, oh fuck, Aaron, like save us. Like we need something. I don't think it's going to be like that. So I think the pressure's off him in a different way. Like whereas, like obviously, statistically, um, he may take a back seat. And it's going to be a case of, oh, like, my ego is yeah. hurt because I'm throwing less touchdowns. And yeah, he's, he's going to hand like, off a lot. Yeah, like, so it's whether he can be a, a team player. And obviously you do want to hand off a little bit because if you look through the schedule, which I have done, um, the pass rushes that you're much better. The schedule's not easy. Um, you start at Minnesota, and then obviously you have the the guaranteed win against Chicago every year in week two. But then you play, at, then you play at Tampa in week three. Like they could lose that Minnesota game, and they could start one and two, which is not the situation that we want to be in. Like I, I looked at this and um, and and fa- and saw a scenario where we could we could start the season four and two at, at worst. Um, after the first six games, like you know, we we could come into the London game two and two, and really need to win that game, which I'm going to in week five. But you know, after after we do play Minnesota and, and Tampa away, it's it's New England at home, it's the Giants in London, which is their road game, but it, it which is their home game, but it's a neutral territory where we'll beat them. We would have beat them in New York anyway, and then we do actually go to New York to play the Jets. Um, oh, sorry, we're at home. Sorry, we don't. We don't. Sorry, we're at home to the. Hold on a second. Why? Does How it weird say- is it that they lost a home game to go to London? Uh, did they though? Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's that last. It's that extra game though. You know what I mean. So I'm like, maybe that's why. Because it's that ninth game instead of the eighth. I thought this was Giants' home game. Not no. Ours. No. We were talking about this yesterday. That it was the Packers. Okay, so we're at home to the Jets anyway uh, after that. Uh, then we're at Washington, at Buffalo. That's a potential loss. At Detroit isn't a home to Dallas. I don't think it is a home to Tennessee. I'm automatically thinking we win all the games at Lambeau, but we won't. Uh, but we also won't lose all these games that I'm saying we'll lose to these big teams. Um, we could lose at Philadelphia. Philadelphia are going to be as good as as I, as I think they might be. Um, then again, look, we... We play the Rams as well, which I say we should win because we're at home. Um, and then the last three games at Miami and then at home to Minnesota and Detroit. So I'm looking at this and you can identify four losses on paper, um, mm-hmm. which are going to be at Philadelphia. Um, oh, fucking hell, I can't even go back and find them. At Tampa, at Philadelphia, um Buffalo potentially, potentially at Minnesota. Yeah, and that's the one. Sorry, at Buffalo. But then you're you're saying that oh, we're definitely going to win at home to the Rams. Well, if we lose mm. at Lam- to the Rams, or we lose at Lambeau to somebody else, like I don't know, New England or Dallas, we we could compensate by winning that first game against Minnesota. So I'm just taking an overall big picture of this, and it still gets us to. Fuck! Do the math here. Um, Thirteen and four. Okay, so you'd go with the over on the ten and a half. That's. I mean, they're. I guess they're counting. You know that much of a drop. I don't have us thirteen thirteen and four. I have us. I have us at twelve and five. I have like. I always have the. I always add a loss. I always like add a banana skin loss to to the Packers just because I might be biased. So even with with add so take the four games I think we'll lose, add the banana skin where I might have it wrong, and then it gets us to twelve. Okay, and by the way, Amos was a fifth round pick. 
So, um, and you know where he came from, right? It says here where I'm reading that the deep, we have seven former first round picks as stars. That's bizarre. Yeah, Amos came from the Bears. They picked him up the fifth fucking round, <laughs> and then he was he not free was agent he... and left. He said, "Let me get to an organization who knows what the fuck's going on." Um. Okay, Minnesota has a new coaching staff. That's what makes me think <clears throat> a lot better about them. And it's like maybe this coaching staff is helping Cousins a little bit better because Cousins, as we know, is a fucking, you know, the laughingstock thing. Um, they're they're doing the nine and a half. I'm saying they're going over that. I actually am. I'm actually very high on Minnesota this year um, just because I think they've they've looked different in uh, what I've seen for preseason, and that they've got the coach from who was the offensive coordinator from the Rams. So with that offense being different, they had to get rid of uh, Zimmer and, you know, refreshing things up. Uh, it's It was been stuck for quite a while. So I think this is like one of Minnesota's, like, especially cousin, like a last, last chance here. So I'll say over for uh, nine and a half. What do you think? It's difficult with, with with this one because, like you, like I said, you have that game just to start with when you're working things out, and it's key because it takes a if you if you go Minnesota, you give a win to Minnesota, and it takes it adds a loss to the Packers, which yeah. makes a significant difference um, which, which way that game will go. Um, as for like the as, so so I, I I won't have them like winning the division obviously, but then. I do have them going over nine. I thought Zimmer was stale. You could see some games where they just threw it away, and you could you felt like they needed to change things. Yeah. Um, and even under that that staleness, um, I mean, he presided over a, a, over a thirtieth um, ranked defense in total yards last season. So that was still a team that went eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you're telling me they need just one more win in that. That's to secure a push. Obviously, they need two more wins in that to, to actually cash it. But um, they didn't actually make a, a, a ton of moves aside from their like coaching staff. There isn't loads of like new people here like to work with. So it's essentially the same team. So it's just a case of looking at it and saying like, oh, was Zimmer the problem? Was it all the coach? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Coaching goes a long way because the way I look at with my team, with the whole new coaching staff, I see a, a completely different team now. <laughs> like, I go, oh, somebody knows how to call a play. That's that's just a big difference to me. So um, I think it helps yeah. their defense. Like, they got ma- their matchups now. Um, you know, they, they have they have matchups with the AFC East and the NFC East. And last year, obviously, they were, they were having to play the, a- the AFC North and the NFC West. Um, so it's, 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 it's easier then. Um, I think, I think, I think I see them getting to nine or 10, nine or 10 wins here. Yeah. I think, I, as I said last year, they felt like a team who were just done with that in that regime. Okay. So quickly on the two bottom feeders, I know everybody's very high with Detroit now because of hard knocks. This is another one of those darling bets where people are like jumping on them where I'm like, it's the stupidest thing. It's still the stupidest thing. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be real fun to watch because that fucker is going to be brutal on the uh, defensive line, the draft pick that they got from uh, Michigan. But uh, they're at six and a half, and so are the Bears are at six and a half. 
Uh, what are you thinking over unders for them? I don't know. Like, do you think Jared Goff is competent? No. Do you think- That's why it's like I don't care. Like my cousin tried to go. I said Goff's on the team because he's on them. Where he's like, oh, they're gonna be good, and I'm like, you're you're mesmerized by TV, and he goes. Goff was horrible. He made it to the Super Bowl with uh, the Rams. I go, look at who was on the Rams. I mean, that was everybody in the world great. He All he had to do was manage a game. And uh, so I'm like, and, and Stafford was on the Lions. And what did they ever do? Nothing. He went to the fucking Rams and won the Super Bowl. So look what, you know, and uh, we've, we've, ter- we've decided that... <laughs> Do you think they were awful last season? I don't think Who's that they that? were awful. Detroit. They won three games. Yeah, I know. They were three thirteen and one, but like, like you know, they were got- scrappy though. They didn't give up. They were tough. But it's still Jared Goff fucking it up. There, there were two and six in close games. Um I, I think that a close game is defined by I'm three, not sure. A tor- touchdown or three? three, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, we we said Jared Goff's going to change his first name to Fa by the end of the year, so his name is going to be Fuck Off. Um, I would say that they will be at best they're going to win six games. I still say they're going to be last place in this division, and I took over for the Bears, which I think they will have seven. Um, so that that's where I have both of those. What do you think? I think the Detroit. I think the Detroit bet. I'll take. I'll take the over. Okay. Uh, I remember last year they were. They looked like they were getting. They were getting better mm-hmm. uh, at, at certain points. They they did lose those close games, um, those heartbreakers. So I think under the second year they they will be better. Um, I haven't watched Hard Knock, so there's nothing to do with mm-hmm. it. For uh, you guys. God, I don't know. Do you um, really think, I mean, putting your, obviously, thoughts for Chicago out of it, do you really think that team is the worst in the NFL? I think that's insane. I mean, I just, the things I've seen, obviously, I know my team a lot closer than people just browsing through. Fields looks like a complete, the fact that Nagy is not there is the biggest difference in the world. Just the, they have your quarterback's coach, who is the offensive coordinator. So I'm like, okay, um, God, why does his name escape me real quickly? Um, the coach. He's their uh, offensive coordinator. All right. Yeah, so um, he's like, they're doing stuff that like me and you would actually coach a team to do when you know what the fuck the guy does. Like, oh, Fields can run. How about we move him out of the pocket and throw on the run? Nagy would like make him stand. It was like, oh, there's no offensive line. Let's make him in the pocket. It was retarded. It's like retarded, retarded things. So this offensive, uh, Getsy is his name. He has him doing different things. And I'm like, oh my God, it looks like a, a, an actual player back there. Obviously, they do not have an offensive line. That is a big, big problem. And um, receiver wise, they got Mooney. And then, like, a bunch of guys that you don't really know about, like, draft pick-wise. And, um, you know, nothing nothing much going on. If anything, they'd be, you know, diamonds in the rough if you found something. But that's the big problem. Uh, who you throwing it to and who's protecting you. 
Uh, otherwise, it's one of those they are doing that Lovey Smith type of defense, run, 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 you know, all all hustle all the time, that kind of thing. So what I've seen is not, I mean, obviously they're not going to be, you know, some contenders or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, when it's six and a half, something like that, like I could, I wouldn't be shocked if it was six. But for sake of that, I will say over and it's seven. But, yeah, I, I don't think uh, it's complete garbage. Yeah, I don't recognize a lot of these names, but when yeah. I was like, re- I was reading around, and it's pretty much considered to be the, one of the like the worst rosters in the NFL. Yeah, um, and pe- people are like, you know, everywhere you read, like people are a fun, uh, people are are fans of um, Fields and Montgomery, mm-hmm. but they're playing, um, around like the worst offensive line in, in the league. Like this is the yes. NFL's worst line, and they're even saying like that, you know, Eberflus is a significant like coaching upgrade on Nagy, like yeah. which is me which and you is, would be significant. Uh, right. But it's consensus. <laughs> like a, a lot of these opinions are consensus. They're saying that he's a good coach. They're saying that um He's a very much a football guy. Like it's the one of those like he has, you know, what the initials hits means and it's, you know, hustle, intensity, all that shit. Like he's very, very football. I'm you know, football, football guy. Um but he has a good staff around like he's not calling the plays. He's you know, managing the team like a head coach should instead of being like Nagy, who had his play call. And he's like, I'm calling the plays. I don't care, which then neglects all the rest of the team, doesn't do anything else, and he sucked at it. So that that's where I see. Really. I mean, I, I think it's going to take some time to fix this. Uh, I, I think that they're fully prepared to go, you know, four and mm-hmm. um, four and 13 or, or three and um, three and 14. Sorry, three and 14. Yeah. Four and thirteen this year. Um, I think that they're they're looking at a rebuild. You know, they've also lost yeah. Matt Hicks, Goldman, Nichols. They clean that uh, house next year. Yeah, they have the most money in the NFL to spend. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not, so they're beginning to clean up the yeah. the salary. Like it's, it's uh, was it Ryan Pace? Yes, they're cleaning up his right. mess. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. So it's. It's going to take a year or two. This sure. is a dead. This, this is a dead season, and they. Will, oh, and I yeah. think they. I think they will finish bottom, and I think they will go under this title. Okay. I don't think it even benefits them to go to go to actually beat the title. But obviously, we always say more logically that players don't think about it because yeah. they don't want to be told that they're shit and they don't want to be surplus to requirements. So it's never the players that do that. But I just don't think that um, the they've given them a chance here with this and with this offensive line. Like they're not. It's not going to be many weeks where. They, they even score like two touchdowns. So yeah, it's, it's going to be run for your life and then hope something's open. Uh, and that's yeah. why there's going to be a lot of that rollout stuff where they're doing protection that way um, because it's not going to be, you can't sit in a the pocket. There is no pocket. Um, your division winner here is Green Bay. Yeah, my winner is Green Bay. Yeah. Mine is Minnesota. <laughs> I'm actually going with Minnesota. Uh, Balls over here, right? What's your, what's your best bet here of the whole? <sighs> Oh boy, that's a fucking real good. Oh man, for that division, what is my best bet? Um, you know what? Then my best bet would be Minnesota over nine and a half. Oh, I was gonna take that as well, uh, but okay. I'll take the I'll take the Bears under. Okay, okay. Um, now let's go to the uh, for the last of this show, which is your NFC special. We are going to the NFC West, where this is a very good division. Uh, what are the odds in this one? 
Yeah, it's, it was tighter before. Um, the Rams have like moved to a clearer, a clearer favorite now, mm-hmm. uh, six to five. It's six to five on them, seven to four on the 49ers, seven to two on the Cardinals, and sixteen to one on Seahawks, who look like they're finished uh, uh, temporarily. True. Yes, they have Geno Smith and uh, Drew Locke as their quarterback, so it's over. Um, now, last year, LA had twelve wins. San Francisco had ten. Arizona had 11, and uh, Seattle had 7. So this year's over-unders are LA is at 10.5, San Francisco is at 9.5, Arizona is at 8.5. They drop from 11 wins to 8.5, and Seattle goes from 7 to 5.5. What are you thinking over-under on 10.5 for LA? I mean, I go for it. I think that's low if they're... That team is stacked, stacked, stacked. And the only thing that gives me hesitation is Stafford getting hurt. Because we know he gets hurt. But the thing, he does play through an injury. But if he can't, it's a different, uh, it's a completely different team. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I see a lot of people taking the, the under. Um Really? Under 10 yeah. and a half? Yeah. Wow. I was looking around yesterday and see and reading up on people I respect, mm. uh, which isn't many uh, who do this. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, there's um, there's a lot of people taking the under two and a half. Like for me, I can see it. Like they'll be, they'll be explosive again with Stafford. Um, he's like, he was number one in the NFL with 4.6 completed mm-hmm. uh, yards. Uh, per pass attempt. Uh, he's throwing to Cup, Robinson, uh, Van Jefferson, but they've lost uh, Von Miller. And they've got uh, Bobby Wagner. It's like, Jesus. They went from one to another, and they got, like, like we know Odell Beckham's out, but then they got Allen Robinson. <laughs> so it's like, Jesus. They skip a beat. Yeah. Um, they've got a brutal schedule, though. And that's the thing. Like, when we are looking at other teams' schedules, we... We saw LA come up, and because they're the Super Bowl champions, you think that's a tough game. And I've, you know, often given that as a loss to the other teams. But if you do play Bills, Buccaneers, Packers, and Cowboys, you're actually not going to win all of those games. Then that doesn't even include having to play everybody in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then, obviously, and then also your own your own division too. Um, yeah, I, I think that's. Um, I, 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 I think because of the schedule alone, you go. Let me let me run through it because I want to be sure mm-hmm. um, at least before I just throw out the under here and try and, and just go along with people. So they start with Buffalo in week one. A lot of people are taking Buffalo there. A lot of yeah, and they're favored. Buffalo is favored, but you know that odds thing too, right? That that Super Bowl champion oh, thing doesn't lose. Yeah. The Super Bowl champion doesn't lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a hell of a game. Well, that could be the first game in the last game. How about that? Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I mean, if we give them that because they're at home, um, if we if we just blindly, we're, we're going to blindly say here because they're going to be favourites in every game that we don't need to talk about the the home games. Sure. Um, because we'll say that they'll go eight and one. Right? We'll say there's a banana okay. peel. We'll say there's a ban- banana peel there, and they'll go eight and one. So if you look at the road games, do they win at Arizona? Yes. Um, that they win at San Francisco, 
Arizona mm-hmm. has their number. It's like that might be that split. When when is how soon is the Arizona one? Week three. Mm, yeah, no Hopkins still. That's rough then. Okay, no. go ahead. Uh, but I can I get I can have them losing in in San Francisco. Um, so mm-hmm. let's let make that like loss number one. So add that to the banana peel home game. So that's two. Um, then I could see them losing in Kansas, which is three. I can see them losing to Green Bay, which is which is four. Then I could see them losing in the, at the Chargers, even though Chargers are better, sometimes better away from home because they don't have any home fans. Um, that <laughs> yeah. would be that that would be five, and that's five just giving them like one home loss. So that would put them on twelve and five. That does that does put them over, but also like that that means that they're you're giving them a, a lot of wins here at home against the likes of. Uh, Dallas and Buffalo and um, who else? Denver, who are going to be good this year as well. Um, San Francisco, you know, the, the home mm-hmm. game again. Well, I, I, yeah, I they always think... lose to San Francisco unless it's the playoff game. <laughs> so, look, you're looking at this here and saying, that, look, if they really are um, seven and one, or is it eight and one? Seven and one or eight, or depending on how many they get, seven and one or eight and one at home. Then they only slip yeah, four times. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be really difficult for them to be for them to be twelve and five. I think it's going to be borderline. It's going to be eleven or it's going to be ten. And for me, that's too tight to actually make a bet. Um, mm-hmm. I would lean the I would lean on the under just because of the Super Bowl hangover angle, um, and and think that there's more games that they that they don't turn up for. Look, if it, it's, it could be key how they start, and if they do lose to the Bills then I see them getting to 10. And if they do beat the Bills, then I see them getting to 11. It's, it's, it's really that that tight. You know, it's very odd because whoever loses that game, the media on the other side, it's going to be the sky is falling for whoever loses. If Buffalo loses, it was all, everyone thought they're going to win the Super Bowl. We all better think twice now because they lost. I don't think so. I, I don't think so because I think if they lose that, I think for Buffalo, if they lose that game, it just they just fall under the statistic of, well, you know, everybody the road team never wins us. Let's start again next week. Mm. Where like if Rams lose, it'd be like, Oh my God, like fucking did this, the Super Bowl champion lost. Like they're not, you know, yeah, they're I'm not seeing it both ways. I just see, cause there's so much hype for Buffalo. Like, I don't know anyone who's not picking them to win the whole thing. And it's like in the radio people, everybody, and it'll be like, Oh, this was their tough test. And you know how people are going to blow it out of proportion where it's, yeah, it's anybody loses to anybody, whatever. Um, so you'll, you'll f- go slightly under cause it's 10 and a half. So it might be 10. Yeah. Slight, mm-hmm. Slightly. I, I think it's going to be bang on the number. Like it's going to be 10 or 11 because very, very generously I would give them 12. As I said, if they, if, if they end up going like eight and one or eight and one or se- I can't, I can't remember if they've got, so with this weird 17, with the, with the 17 game thing, it's yeah. some teams have got not. Some teams have got eight home games, so yeah, it's hard. To, but they're even going to be eight or one and seven and one at home, which realistically they're not going to be because this isn't one of the. It's, this ain't one of those home fields. This ain't no. uh, Belichick and Brady's home field or, or Lambeau Field or yeah. or anything like that. So, so, um, yeah. so San Francisco one ten, but they're at nine and a half. Right? This mm. this to me is, I think. Trey Lance does not pan out for them right away. That's why they re-signed Jimmy. And I think Jimmy could be in there come week three. I don't think they're going to give 
Trey a lot of rope because this is a Super Bowl contending team. And the team knows they could win with Jimmy. And they don't know that yet with Lance. So this is real. It, like, I'm assuming Jimmy gets in there. And it's nine and a half, so I'd say they're over that. It's only nine and a half. I got ten here. Yeah, um, they won ten last year, and I shot at nine and a half. So I'm assuming they can get to ten again. Yeah, no, this is this is an easy one. Um, I think with Trey Lance, um, so <sighs> Shanahan's supposed to be this great coach, this great offensive mind, and um, he's got a full off season with this guy to like mold him into whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, he got to sit like on the, on the sidelines as, as a rookie, obviously before, but now like um, he gets, he gets this time with, with Shanahan who will see how good he actually is. Um, you start the season, you have matchups mixed in here with bears, Seahawks, Panthers, Falcons in your first six weeks. So if you're not up to speed, um, you'll get those games to, to see, to see where you're really at. Uh, he also gets a home game against the Rams team that Shanahan always beats, and he has beat them constantly over the last three years. So the schedule does get tougher, mm-hmm. but the starts, like if you're, if you're, you know, rusty or you're not quite in sync, look at the games you have to get it right. It's, it's better than starting, you know, the other way around, where it's like, oh my God, like fucking, you've got, you've got um, Tampa and Green Bay and, and this team and that team, it's not. It's like four wins you're going to win even if you play badly. Um, uh, Debo Samuel, you've got Debo Samuel in his team. You've got Kittle. Um, the defense is Warner, Bosa. Yeah, uh, monster defense. Ward. Um, yeah, look, this, this is a really weak line. Uh, I think this is definitely over. Okay. Um, and then I don't want to play this. And I don't want to play this fucking team in the in the <laughs> ever. <podcast. laughs> if Jimmy's playing, you really don't. Um, okay, so Arizona, uh, eight and a half down from eleven. You're you're way down on them because of the Hopkins thing. Do you think that they they do anything? Do you think they get past? Eight and a half? I think they do. I think they at least get to 10, I'm thinking. No, I have them under, and it's from a position where they start from. So I initially have them going like one and four. Mm-hmm. So I think from a one and four position, it makes it really difficult for them to go through. Um, oh, additional metrics show you that um, Kyler Murray is much less effective when he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins there. Um, he starts with a six-game suspension. Um, Marquise Brown comes in, but I don't think that compensates for it. Um, they had a bad offseason. Um, they've lost the all-time sacks leader in Chandler Jones. Um, running back Chase Edmonds, wide out Christian Kirk. They've lost others as well. Uh, they play four playoff teams in the first five weeks, which is why I think they'll go one and four. Um, and they usually... They usually like they usually start fast and then fade away, but this could be like the other way around. So, yeah, realistically, realistically, I I, I don't think it's 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 going to be possible to hit this total with that with, mm. with four in your first five games. Okay, uh, and quickly, uh, is Seattle under five and a half? I say yes, yes, yes. Uh, that is your NFC preview. Oh, by the way, who's winning that division? 
Is it LA or San Francisco? I I think it will be I think it will be LA, mm-hmm. but sometimes when you when you gamble, um you, you look for where the the value is instead. Um with San Francisco being close to two to one and the Rams being at six to five and me having them both on ten, yeah. um which I'm not sure what the, the, the tiebreaker situation then would be games against each other, um, which the San Francisco 49ers could actually win both of those games. Um, it, it's not beyond possibility that they would. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I think I take San Francisco as an underdog. I think it's worth, I think worth, I think it's worth doing when I think the teams are fairly, relatively equal. Now, before we close out this well, NFC. Who did, you, who did you take? Oh, I have L.A. I have LA winning. Oh, really? this. Yeah, if, if if Stafford is not hurt, I don't know how they're really being stopped. Um, yeah, a second year he did the first year he didn't even know these guys. He won a Super Bowl. Another year under the belt with these guys, I think that that does wonders. Um, do you want to pick your uh, who's going into the playoffs from uh, the NFC, or did you want to save that? No, we'll, we'll we'll do that. That's, that's okay. So just shoot me now. We have all your division winners. You have um, you picked Philly, Tampa, Green Bay, and L.A. So who else is getting in the playoffs for you? Well, in order or just the, no, just, just the, other. the other people who the wild cards now. Okay, so I think Minnesota will be better. Okay, um, and I think that they'll get there. Um, I think the LA San Francisco division is really neck and neck. So obviously mm-hmm. they both three. Um, after that, it becomes tough. Oh, I think Dallas will have enough wins. Okay. Uh, I, I think Dallas will have, will have enough. Then, then it's really difficult because God, does, does someone like Arizona or the Saints get in there with a relatively poor record? Um, I think they could. I, I think someone like the Saints could get in there with 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 eight wins, um, which means a, lo- a losing record team could get in here through the NFC. So I'm going to go for. Yeah, it's 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 really between the Saints and the Cardinals because you don't take anyone else from our division and you can't take anyone else from the East. Um, so I'll. I'll so leave did you the, put Dallas in or no? Yes. Okay. Dallas so Dallas, Philly, Tampa, uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, mm-hmm. L.A., San Francisco. Two, three, four, five, seven. six, seven. That's seven. You're already done. Yeah. That's what you got. Oh, shit. Because, sorry, the number one doesn't play a... They um, sit down. Who is number, number one for you then? Uh, number one for me would be. Is it Philly or Tampa? Or is it Green Bay? I think I, I, I can, I could see it being Green Bay again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just, I, I just feel that like Tampa will lose, Tampa will lose games and the, the lose games that we worked out on there. I, for me, it's just a case of like, how many of those difficult games do do LA actually lose? Mm-hmm. Because they they the ones that win the division. Like San Francisco as well could come into that conversation. Obviously, they have to play each other, but 
it's really fucking difficult at this point. We haven't seen anyone play, but I, I would go on on paper for Green Bay. I think that their part of their problem has been solved. Now, obviously, you're looking at that and going, "Oh, but something they were really good at, like an, an out that they had, like they, like Rogers to to Adams was an easy out yeah. all the time. Like it was like, okay, so it's third and you know we've been, we've been sacked or it's third and thirteen or something like that sort of situation. I know where I'm going to go. Um, this, this, it's the safer out. We don't yeah. have that, but we do also have, um, you know, we're, we're also going to have the best quarterback on the league being on the field a lot more because the, the, the defense will, will get more three and outs. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for green Bay, which you knew I was going to do that anyway. So no, you didn't last year. You, you didn't think they would. And they did. You were mm. like, you were kind you were kind of down on them. So yeah, I don't, uh, I, I, I don't think you're. 100% homer when you're doing this kind of stuff. This is a business. Um, I'm going... Yeah, it's, 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 it's also... Not, it's not just down to us. It's not just down to us because, look, I only have us projected at 12 and 5. I just don't think anybody else is that good. I am mm-hmm. I think San Francisco are more of a threat like if they come up and they're good. Um, but I, I'm a believer in Super Bowl hangover unless you're unless you're the New England Patriots <laughs> and that Belichick and Brady. But I believe like even without being in that system. I believe that even Tampa had a hangover last year. They were nowhere near as good, especially in the in the regular season. So um so yeah, I, I'm a believer in the hangover, which is why I eliminate the the Rams. Um I think like Tampa have lost a lot of pieces and I don't think they've got enough in to to compensate for it. And you know, I the in the other division I have Philadelphia winning it just. Yeah. They're like a new team that are there down to the easy schedule. Like, so if I'm picking someone to win a division because they're scheduled easy, when they make that step up in class, um, yeah, you know, that's what I felt like was with Green Bay last year. They were it, it was cakewalk, and then they played a real team. The Eagles feel like a team <clears throat> to me to number two seed and not make it and and lose the first game right of Wild Card Week. Yeah, right. So that that's the thing. So my uh, going is going to be Dallas, who wins the division, Tampa Bay. Green Bay, L.A., and then uh, your wild cards getting in is... Oh, sorry, I said Minnesota would win that division. So um, wild cards would be Green Bay, San Francisco, and Arizona. And my number one seat, ready for this one? Dallas. Hold on a second. So if you put Arizona in, who do you have out that I don't have in? Um... Philly. Really? Yeah, I don't like Philly at all. I like I said with Hurts, I just I don't like it. Your your case has made me uh really think twice though. <laughs> Cuz I'm like, yeah, that's a real fucking easy schedule. <laughs> but I I'm worried about him as a quarterback. That's that's what it comes down to for me. It's not normally with that wide apart where like, I don't just have them in the playoffs. I think they can win the division. Yeah. Got- you have crazy high and I got crazy low. It's like, geez. It's crazy high. It's crazy high because they bought in a lot of people, and it's difficult to see them not being able to utilize that. While at the same time, like I can't find the losses. Like no matter, you know, if they if they were playing against big teams, I'd be like, well, they're not ready for this. And and when they come to the playoffs, like I'm ready to bet against them. Like I'm ready to bet. I'm ready to bet against the team that. I genuinely think could be division winner contenders. Like, I mean, my main bet, let's not forget, was them to get over nine wins. But, mm-hmm. 
you know, when they come up, say, for example, um, they are the number three seed, right? Yeah. And one of uh, Tampa, sorry, one of LA or San Francisco haven't won their division. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say more realistically in that scenario, they're number three. um, And then they would play the six, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be LA or LA Rams or San Francisco, for example. They would definitely lose that game. Yeah. So that, that, so don't, I wouldn't say I'm high on them like you're stating. Yeah, I mean, you're high on the the potential of the over uh, yeah. for sure and all that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, you're not the only one. Like I said, and everyone in Vegas, that's the trendy pick right now that everyone is jumping on. So you're not the only one. All right, we will uh, get out of here. But you also have the AFC preview show to listen to, folks. So uh, check it out. If you're not on Lock Betting Podcast right now, just search Lock Betting Podcast. For Mr. Billy Body, I'm Kev Manning. Go check out the other show. He could go all the way.